What is up, motherfuckers? It's the Flock NFL Podcast coming to you live with Super Bowl reactions. It's been a minute, but with me, as always, I got my boy Ray Ray. What up, Ray Ray? What is up? And I'm never actually in the same room with you recording, and I now realize how loud you are when we record this podcast. I am one loud mother flocker, but I cannot help it. I appreciate you driving down to Tampa all the way from outside Savannah. Six and a half hour drive to catch the Super Bowl live with your boy. And uh, Guy Weaver was with us last night, but uh, I think we drank him out under the table, and he couldn't possibly, be there tonight. Yeah, possibly. That was it. He, he drank too much last night, couldn't make it. Anyways, we just witnessed a hell of a Super Bowl, a lot better than one from last year. Absolutely. Uh, they outscored last year's Super Bowl pretty much in the first half, if not the first quarter. What are your initial reactions to the game, sir? My, my initial reactions to the game is, um, first off, the Niners' um, r- rushing game is very creative. But the Chiefs did one hell of a job toward the end of the game, the second half, figuring out how to stop it. At one point, it seemed like they were averaging 10 yards a carry. Um, and just watching Mahomes playing bad throughout the majority of the game toward the end, find a way, was, was, uh, was something, something to witness. I'll be honest. I don't think Mahomes had that good of a game. He did pour it on when it mattered most. At the end, but most of the game, he was going through with zero passing TDs. I know he had the rushing one. And two picks. Um, Niners did an impressive job of slowing him down, but at the end of the day, you can't keep a great offense down. So here's my first question to you. Was Mahomes the rightful MVP of this Super Bowl? No, he wasn't. He was not the the rightful MVP. I believe the rightful MVP was um, Damian Williams. Um, Not only did he have the go-ahead touchdown pass, Touchdown reception, the five-yard one near the, out, near the sidelines. But he had the long touchdown run that completely sealed the game. Just iced the game. Iced it. And then not to mention, I mean, that was that was the Kobe three-pointer, right? Yeah. The dagger at the end of the game. Kobe. Yeah. and um, But also, he had multiple first-down conversions. He was making plays throughout. The, he was the only consistent offensive player throughout that whole game. Absolutely agree with you 100%. When guys like uh, Kelsey were kind of struggling, Hill showed up at the end, but first half didn't have a great first half. Kittle was a ghost in the first half. Coleman and Mostart couldn't get it going. Damian Williams had 134 yards total in the game and two touchdowns. He's the flock MVP. That doesn't get him a ride to Disney. That's Patrick Mahomes, but it is a quarterback-driven league. First time I'll complain about QB bias. Absolutely, 100%. Now, talking about bias, we look at this game, and this is Shanahan's second double-digit blown lead in the Super Bowl. The first time came with the, uh, hey, Corey Sullivan, where you at, bro? Falcons, 28-3. to He blew it back then as the OC, and he blows it tonight. How much blame is actually on Kyle Shanahan for this loss? I think there's definitely some blame to go around, especially in the – he played conservative at times, right? And conservative doesn't win you championships. I think everyone knows that. 
I think Kyle Shanahan knows that. And uh, toward the end of the second, first half there, instead of trying to get points and use and call timeouts, he just let the clock run down. And then when he actually started moving the ball, he ran out of time. I think that was a horrible play call, especially when you're playing Mahomes-led team. Even though Mahomes wasn't playing great, you have to do your best to put up points every single chance you get, and he did not do that. And I do agree with you. It seemed like he was content in the first half to go into the halftime with the game tied when he really should have tried to uh, step on their throat and go for it. He was a little slow there. Overall, though, I don't blame the guy. Jimmy G isn't the guy who's going to go out there and pass to win you a Super Bowl. The running game was working. But once Mahomes gets up two scores, I'm sorry, you have to throw the ball. And I just don't think Jimmy G is the answer there. So I don't want to fault Kyle Shanahan too much. He did all that he could to win this game. But at the end of the day, his defense kind of let him down. So... We're talking about his legacy. Obviously, he's taken a step back. What does this do? Now, I know, Ray, you're a Denver Broncos fan. What does this do for the Chiefs and Andy Reid's legacy? Well, let's touch on um, Andy Reid. Andy Reid is one of the most beloved coaches in the NFL. The Walrus. Yep, the Walrus by fans, by players, by the league, um, executives around the league. And for, to see him finally win that elusive Super Bowl, see the joy, the tears coming down in his face, for me not wanting the Chiefs to win, it was a touching moment, and I enjoyed watching it, I enjoyed witnessing it, and I'm happy he got a Super Bowl. As for the Chiefs, um, they're finally relevant again, so props to them. Um, props to the fans that have gone 50 years without a Super Bowl, they, they now know what winning feels like. Um, and since they're not all miserable in the flock group anymore, I don't mind them. So happy for y'all, but still, Chiefs suck. Finally relevant again. I mean, shit, Super Bowl <laughs> champions, best team in the damn league. But, yeah. hey, they're relevant. I mean, that's all you're going to get from a salty-ass Broncos fan. Now, from a diehard Eagles fan, all of Philadelphia was rooting for Andy Reid, and we we're happy to see him win the big one. It was a very touching moment to watch him speak after the game, yep. accept the trophy, Kissed the Lombardi Trophy. It was a beautiful sight to be seen. I wish it had happened, oh, I don't know, 15 years ago against the Patriots in 04. But you know what? Donovan McNabb puked in that game, and it did not happen. But Andy Reid, you absolutely deserve this win. You're the sixth winningest coach of all time. You finally got your first Super Bowl win. You were without a doubt a Hall of Famer before this game. And and no one... Not even a salty-ass Cowboys fan can deny you the Hall of Fame after this game. It was a hell of a job done. I I wish they would have gave him more time at the podium, right? I feel like they rushed through him for a little bit. They they finished that interview before he even grabbed the trophy. Like, I at least wanted to see him hold the trophy, like him be the focal point. And they gave him the trophy after they moved to Patrick Mahomes. Um, so I, that that I thought that was off, but it was just it's like you said it, he was a Hall of Famer before this, but his ticket to he's a first ballot type coach. He is, uh, and then just to just to see what we're gonna what we're gonna see moving forward with this combo is gonna be something special. I think which sucks to think about being a Denver fan, but I'm biased. Was gonna talk to Chiefs here. 
So Now, I have to ask this question. We're already looking at the next season when the Philadelphia Eagles will win the Super Bowl yet again. <laughs> uh, but they're not the team we're discussing tonight. Right now, looking at the 2020-21 to 21 season, the Chiefs have about $19 million in salary cap there, and the Niners have about $21 million in salary cap space. Obviously, the Chiefs have a lot to do. Fifth-year option on Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes. Want to sign him long-term, obviously. The guy's pretty fucking good. What do you think, Ray, that each team needs to do to get back to the Super Bowl next year? Well, I think the Chiefs just need to find a way to re-sign Chris Jones. Yep. Right? They need to find a way to Chris, uh, re-sign uh, Chris Jones. They're going to have to extend... Um, Patrick Mahomes soon. So money's going to be in tight. The cap's going to be in tight. Sammy Watkins going to get yeah, cut, probably. Watkins has to Or restructure. Restructure. Yeah, one of the two. making $14 too much. He's not vital to that team's success. You see McCole Hardman, he'll get better. Um, Demarcus Robinson's okay. Um, when it, And then they just need to draft well, which they've been doing pretty well. They've been drafting well. This is a well-run organization. Um, the 49ers... For them to get back, for them to win the Super Bowl next year, they have a great young defense. I just don't think Jimmy G's the answer. Um, I don't know if he can. You can't really move on. They from can't them. reset. They can't yeah. move on from yeah. Jimmy G. The yeah. defense is great. Don't get me wrong, but the problem with defenses is they regress. One thing yep. we harped on in the preseason was yep. the Bears' defense yep. was going to regress, did. and sure enough, hey, look, they were so great. Guy Weaver, I know you're out there fucking listening to this. They were a great defense, but it wasn't good enough to even get into the playoffs. So if the Niners regress even just a little bit with the Rams in that with that division, with the Seahawks in that division, and up and coming Cliff Kingsbury with the Cardinals in that yeah. division, it's going to be hard for them to go thirteen and three again and get the number one seed throughout. They need one thing they could do to help Jimmy G. I was get uh, legit, a bigger body receiver. Right, because Debo Samuel's a smaller guy, great up the cat. Sanders is a small guy, he's getting older. But get a big body, true number one receiver that Jimmy G can just throw it to when he needs to, to take some of the pressure off of him. I will say, if uh, if the Niners had won, we were talking earlier, I think Debo Samuel was going to be that yes, MVP. He, he was, was awesome on the ground, in the air. Yep. He was there when the Niners needed it. Uh, he had a complete game. But at the end of the day, it just wasn't enough for the Niners. Do you think the Niners need to do anything else? What do you think the Niners need to do? I, I, honestly, I just don't think the Niners have what it takes to win the Super Bowl with this team. I think they're going to need to make a decent amount of changes. Get more skill guys around Jimmy G. Look, I know Mostart had a great game last weekend. I know Tevin Coleman's great. I know they're spending way too fucking much money on Jarek McKinnon. I swear I've had as much NFL playing time as he has had <laughs> he in the last two yeah. years. Uh, so they got to get better weapons around the guy. But I just, watching them tonight and as close as they came, I just don't think their offense is elite enough to win a Super Bowl. And I think the defense will regress just a little bit. Well, and the path in the NFC is uh, tougher, I believe. Oh, yeah. I was reported tonight. Just in that division alone. It looks like Drew Brees is coming back to the Saints. So they're going to be a force. The Cowboys have new coaching staff, so they're looking to get better. Uh, Eagles might actually be healthy next year. Who knows? 
Matt LaFleur was, in my opinion, robbed of uh, coach of the year with Over the John Packers. Harbaugh? Really? Yeah, look, Harbaugh did a great job. Don't get me wrong, but uh, Matt LaFleur was 13-3 and after the uh, the Packers went 6-7 and under McCarthy last year. He had a seven-point or a seven-win swing yeah. on the season. As a fucking rookie head coach, yeah, it was to me, that's coach of the year material. Well, then not to mention the NFC West, you got the Seahawks. They're not going away. You have with Russell Wilson. Then you have the Rams. I think the Rams are bounced back. They're, tra- they're fighting for a playoff spot. So just in their own division, it's going to be tough. Now, I will say my wife is in the background of this podcast tonight. She's kind of leering at us while eating cupcake. Well, she's uh, 35 week pregnant. She can eat whatever the hell she wants so let's talk about something she cares about. Ray, what commercials were you feeling tonight? Oh, gosh. Um, I think the Google commercial was touching. Oh, the old man yeah, with Alzheimer's man, talking yeah, about his that wife. Was, uh, that was emotional. I'm not going to lie. I, uh, I looked over and I thought you were tearing up. I was definitely not tearing <laughs> up. But I, uh, I thought you were tearing up during that commercial. And I was like, oh, that, that's a nice touching young man. Um. The uh, the Tide commercial, just because there's so many little ones, like a little mini movie, was kind of funny. Yeah, Charlie from Always Sunny yeah. in every commercial. I'm having I'm trouble. Always for, in on that I'm one. I'm having trouble remembering some of the other ones, but there were some pretty. I feel like the commercials this year were better than they have been in years past. Uh, they 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 were pretty damn good overall. I did like the Snickers one with the selfie stick people falling oh, yeah, in falling the, in the, the giant hole. hole. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was in on that. And, <laughs> hey, new James Bond movie. We are always in. Um, halftime show, I know there was a lot of uh, hubbub, if you will, online about the uh, Spanish females leading the halftime show. But you know, you know what? As a heterosexual man, I thought it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Shakira it, is... Yeah. Cannot say, different, say enough about Shakira. In a whole different world. Oh, the, the um, Hyundai commercial with John Krasinski and Chris Evans, probably my favorite actors. Yeah, the the with the Boston accents that was pretty funny. I like that commercial. You know what I like about that? Nothing. Fuck Boston. Fuck the Patriots. <laughs> fuck the Patriots. I'm in. I love those on actors. Everything so. else. All right, let's go ahead and let's move on to our way too early predictions for next year. Hmm. Here we are, day one. Was expecting this. Okay. Ten minutes after the Super Bowl. Yep. Right if you had to pick two teams to make the Super Bowl next year. Who are you going with? Good God. Um, man, put me on the spot here. I'm putting That's you tough. on the spot, and you know That's what? Way I w- way too early. I um, will stall for you for a second. First of all, in the NFC, it's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles. They are going to be healthy again. Things are going to click. It's going to happen. Now, for the AFC, I know this is tough. But I think the Chargers make the Super Bowl. I think they're going to be healthy. Uh, Derwin James missed a lot of time this year. They still have Keenan Allen. Um, great running game. And I think Tom Brady is going to be their quarterback. So I want to see Tom Brady with the Chargers in a rematch against my Philadelphia Eagles. Man, in the NFC... Um, I do think the 49ers have a chance to go back. I just think usually the loser, the second place team, usually has a very a down year or doesn't do as well the second year. 
Um, I think the Packers are the team right now that's kind of rolling off the top of my tongue. I think they'll improve further. I think they'll get some more pass catchers for Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is a second year in that scheme. Even though Aaron Rodgers isn't the same guy he once was. But I'll, I'll pick the, the Packers. Now, for the AFC, I think it's going to be the Chiefs. I think I think the Mahomes-Reed combination is now is the new Belichick-Brady combination. Yeah, I, I do feel like a lot of people kind of forgot about Mahomes this year. Everyone was kind of riding Lamar Jackson's dick yep. a little bit, and they forgot about Mahomes when he got injured. The kid is insanely talented. Even if he just had an average game tonight, it was enough to win it all. The thing is with Mahomes, he plays he played average tonight. But in some of those playoff games, like against the Texans, against especially against the Texans, against the Titans, um, when he got going, you know, like Joe Burrow, you know, for LSU last year, there was times watching him play in most of his games, he was, just looked unbeatable. Like he did everything perfectly. Like he made all the right right reads, all the right throws, and when Mahomes is going, that's how he looks. Like you just. It doesn't seem like he can't do anything. Like he seems like he can do it all, and I just I think it's hard, it's going to be hard to beat him and read again. Now you say Joe Burrows did everything perfectly. The one thing I think he did wrong was going ahead and getting drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the one <laughs> that's thing true. Joe Burrows fucked up on. I think two is going to do a better shot. He's going to go to Miami, but at this point, they might even need to trade up to get him. I think two is going to be from five. We're looking at our uh, list of things to talk <laughs> We've about. We've had a little alcohol, so excuse yeah, me. Yeah, uh, this podcast <laughs> tonight, as Ray reviews the list of things to talk about, this podcast tonight is brought to you by Yingling, the first drink we had. And then we had a Four Roses, which was excellent. A mic drop for you bourbon aficionados. Old Weller Antique store pick, as well as some Bellmead single barrel. Some 1792, as well as some George T. Stag. So, I did have, do have a question. The Tom Brady commercial. Did you think at the beginning he was about to announce something? No. It was no, a okay. fucking Hulu Live commercial. I know, but at the beginning, there's a lot of people that thought that he might be. A, Everyone might be thought, oh, Tom Brady's going to announce some shit. If Tom Brady's announcing something, he's not doing it they during a commercial. Super Bowl commercial. I'm sorry. It's going to be like a Tom versus Tom video. He's going to kiss his son on the lips and then say, hey, world, guess what? I'm going to retire. But he's not there yet. So you mentioned, and I think we need to talk more about the Chiefs, right? They did this one in the Super Bowl. So you mentioned, who was your AFC pick next year again? To go I went with the Chargers with Brady You're always on the Chargers. So, um, I'm going to be right so, eventually. Yeah, well, maybe. Well, the Chargers are the, Chargers are the new Chiefs, right? They're allergic to success. Um you really think Juan Brady would go to the division with Patrick Mahomes and Drew Locke? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, my, my thought on the uh, Chargers is Brady already has a house out in L.A. Yeah. They have a legit O-line. They have some skill. One healthy. One healthy, I agree. They have some skill position players. They have an up-and-coming defense. I mean, they're... Kind of a sexy pick. Now, am I saying that Tom Brady's going to be better than Rivers was this year? No, I'm I'm not. He's, what, 43 now? Yeah, but Rivers was bad. I don't think it's going to take much to Brady to be better. God, where does Rivers go? I think if he doesn't retire, it's the Bucs. Because he, didn't he like move right here near Tampa? I know he moved and moved his family to Florida, but I think it's like, from everything I read, I think it's near Tampa. 
I don't know. I see the Bucks uh, re-upping with James, but I could see uh, Rivers going to the Bears. I don't, I don't think he's going to move his family, to his 25,000 kids to Florida, and then move to Chicago. Uh, my question is, with the Bears, with Trubisky at QB, do you think they actually bring in a veteran to yeah, challenge I him? I think they bring somebody do in. Do you think they bring someone in to take that job, though, or just as a challenge? It depends on Pace. Because if Pace does that, he's admitting he made a poor decision. Well, and that's his livelihood. Hey, right? guess what? Mahomes just won a fucking Super yeah, Bowl. And you picked Pace up a made a yeah. poor decision. Yeah. Let's look at it. And hey, guess what? Before this, in the AFC Championship game, Mahomes beat Watson. So hey, Pace made the wrong fucking decision. Yeah, it's no, pretty he did. simple. Yeah. And, and Whether he admits it yeah. or not, it was a bad call. A good leader, a good executive in any position admits his wrongs and corrects them, right? So if he's going to be a good GM, he needs to correct them. Um, I, Rich Eisen in a podcast was talking to a Bears fan. And he told the Bears fan, he was like, just prepare. Because I think the Bears will be moving on. Will at least bring somebody in, a veteran that's a good QB to compete Trubisky. But in the, in the end of the season press conference, they're going to say Trubisky's our guy. Which is what they did. So I, I, I don't think anything of what they said about Trubisky. I expect them to bring somebody in. I actually think Tom Brady's a possibility to go there. Um, I think it's more likely for, for... I think the top three teams are the Colts, Chargers, and the Bears. To get Brady, in my opinion. Um, I could see the Colts with that uh, New England type uh, structure over there. Yep, New England GM, structure, yep. With everything they have going for them. I think Frank Reich would do a good job with him. Uh, he just took in the former Eagles offensive coordinator, Mark Groh, to be a coach over there. Mm-hmm. I could see that move. So what What was your favorite play of the game? Oh, my favorite play of the game tonight, it looked like Mahomes was going to be down. I think it was about the third, maybe fourth quarter. And all of a sudden, you see just a long pass, and Tyree Kill just happened to be open with mm-hmm. in a pocket with no one within 10 yards of him when he broke it through. How about yourself, Ray? Um, I think my favorite play was seeing Andy Reid get a Gatorade bath. Um, That's not a play. No, look, you just want to see another man take a bath. Come on, Ray. Oh, you got me. No, um, the Fuller interception. I thought that was like a a, a, that was an awesome play. Oh, he picked it up over his head. Picked it right over his head. Your wife loved it. Yeah, my wife. She wanted that replay. My wife made us rewind the fucking game to watch. (laughs) She was mad it wasn't in slow mo. She's like, rewind this. I want to watch it again. Matthew, why is it not in slow-mo? Plus play pause, play pause, play pause to make it go as slow as possible. But it didn't matter. Damian Williams, though, he was making some moves with the sticks. He was some cutbacks, some hesitation moves. He was he had some impressive runs or after the and runs after the catch there. Though. Actually, you know what I really enjoyed? It was in the first quarter. The Chiefs had the ball. It was fourth and one. And they lined up. Then all the Chiefs in the backfield, Mahomes, the run. Running backs, everyone else did a nice little spin move, and then they snapped the ball. It looked like they were in a fucking boy band doing a dance. Oh, yeah, they did the spin like the in <laughs> Like, one, two, three, spin! Yeah, one, two, three, spin! And then they got the touchdown. Uh, they, um... So, what do you think... So, I can't think of a... The only 49ers plays I can think of on offense... Was some of the Debo Samuel runs. That's about it. It wasn't a very memorable game from the the Niners on the offensive side. Uh, there was a prop bet tonight that Debo 
Samuel would have 19 rushing yards and he had 38 rushing yards in the first quarter of the game. So he did smash that down. With that said, the most memorable Niners uh, offensive play was Jimmy G closing his eyes and getting hit and thrown. <laughs> he pick. Oh my God. Dear God, take the sack, Jimmy. So uh, take the sack. I think um, I got a lot. Of, I've got a lot of heat because I've said continuously that I don't think Jimmy G's the guy. Um, Jimmy GQ, whatever you want to call him, I think he's a serviceable, good starter. Um, but I don't think he's going to be like – he's not going to win you the game. And we saw that tonight, right, when he really needed to figure out a way to get the ball down the field without the rushing attack. He couldn't get it done. Um, so do you think that the this loss does, does more to hurt Kyle Shanahan or Jimmy G? I think it hurts Jimmy G more than Kyle. I know they had the win. I know they didn't hold the win, but I don't really blame that on the offense. And the part that the offense wasn't working, I blame it on Jimmy yeah, G, Jimmy G yeah. not on Kyle. I thought the play calling was phenomenal. Yep. I felt the defense let up a little bit. But, I, I mean, again, they're going up, up against Mahomes and Reed, who are two fucking bad. Well, a lot of times when they're trying, they make, it makes this look like they're letting up, but they're still trying. Yeah. Just because I, I, think, I think watching the Kyle Shanahan's game plan – the way he called the game, it was as if he knew, like, Jimmy G's, like, he's not going to win it. So I have to kind of hide that and ham- so we don't hamper ourselves too much. And you just kind of count on him. That's that good. could be it. Now, this is a very important question for you, okay. Ray. All right. It's been quiet lately. It's been noisy lately. Most annoying fans in the flock. Are we going Niners fans with Thacker and Jeremy Taylor? Or are we going Chiefs fans with uh, Todd Peppers and Steven Stark and all the guys they have over there? Oh, man. <sighs> Love uh, you guys. Yeah, no, no hate. I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs fans have mellowed out a lot. I know when I first joined the flock, they were super fucking annoying. Like Alex Stinnon, but now Alex Stinnon's cool. Um, but the Niners fans... Anytime they do anything, it was, y'all didn't respect us, posting and all that shit. And, like, they just copy whatever Sherman says. We don't respect Jimmy G. Well, guess what? I just watched the fucking game. We still don't respect him. No, exactly. I still don't respect Jimmy G. So, I I will say, based off of that, I will say the Niners right now. What do you think? Yeah, I'm 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 with you on the Niners mainly because they lost. If they'd won, I think they would have been right, and I probably would have had their back a little bit more. But I mean, you they know had what? a great year. I mean, nobody was picking them. I mean, they made the Super Bowl. Yeah, they no the shit, Super they had a great Bowl. year. Yeah, thank you, Booger, for that analysis. <laughs> they had a great year. I'm Booger McFarland. They almost won the Super Bowl, but they lost. It's gonna come down to the final play. Whoever scores more will win. I still Ray Stone, <laughs> where you at? I still can't believe Booger like flat out and like to CMC told him Zeke was a better running back. Okay, that now, was so disrespectful. Now I know we're face to face right now, yeah. and I don't want to see you visibly have an orgasm. So try to contain your excitement. But who is your ideal Monday Night Football crew for next season? Go ahead and tell me about Pat McAfee. Oh God. Um, I think it needs to be a three-man crew, right? I want to see Tony Romo, which they've already, they've already mentioned about throw $10 million a year at him. 
Imagine Tony Romo and Pat McAfee together with whoever the fuck you want as the as a Joe Buck guy. I mean, I like Joe. What's his name? Joe Test. He's okay. I like him. Keep him. Bring in Tony Romo and Pat McAfee, and we're in heaven. Or Peyton Manning. And that's the thing I. Would I like. think Peyton Manning and Pat McAfee work together better than Tony Romo and Pat McAfee. Because Tony Romo, I mean Pat uh, Peyton Manning has quite a bit of sense of humor. I don't want to see a three man booth. So I'm out no. on that. I'd like to see them bring in Mike Tirico. Uh, he did Mike it two Trico. years ago. Phenomenal, yeah, at it. phenomenal, sensational, and I would like to see him paired with Peyton Manning. I think Peyton would give some insight to the game, um, kind of like we're seeing with Romo. But you know, a guy who was actually good at quarterback in the NFL. Tony Romo was good at quarterback. Um, he wasn't fucking great though. No, he wasn't. I, I mean, do you want to compare Manning Peyton, to Romo, Mister Broncos fan? Who brought I mean, you a Super Bowl? No. Just imagine if, like, imagine how amazed we are with Tony Romo when he predicts stuff. Imagine Peyton Manning's doing it. Yeah. He's Ima- going to predict how many fucking inches he moves off the line of scrimmage. Like, imagine if we actually were impressed with someone who won a fucking uh, yeah. playoff game. Yeah. True. True statement. That who didn't bobble a fucking And pick. Peyton Manning brings, like, humor. Like, Peyton Manning has a good sense of humor, so I think he'd be serious, but also had, add some funny tidbits. That would be awesome. But I do think we're going to see Peyton Manning in the booth or somehow in the – somehow. I really hope so. Ever since Eli, Eli retired, retired yeah. I, I think, think we'll we help. have hope. Now. Okay. All right. We're going to play a game. Uh, we used to play this with our former podcast host, uh, Joseph Massey. Massive props, bro. You always hated this game. It made you made you a little nervous to talk about it. But we're going to go with fuck I do. <laughs> Mary I love Kill. This game. Fuck Mary fuck Kill. Kill. Their entire career, I'm giving you Eli, Big Ben, Philip Rivers. Who you going to fuck? Who you going to marry? Who you going to kill? Well, first Philip Rivers kill. Kill Philip Rivers. I mean, okay. He's going to have too many kids. I have to pay for that. <laughs> No, no, thank you. Um, and then, fuck and Mary. Whoo. Um, I'm gonna go with fuck Eli because he's only good every once in a while, right? Huh. Big Ben, I'm gonna go Mary because he's gonna be good and he's gonna do something right. Good divorce him, get a big payout. Okay. All right. If I'm going fuck Mary Kill, um. I'm going to kill Eli. I'm sorry. He's the the worst with the three quarterbacks. Um, If I'm going to fuck someone, I'm going Big Ben. Because if I don't fuck him, he's He's going to fuck fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) Even without my permission, Big Ben will fuck me. So I'm out on that. And I'm a Mary Philip Rivers. You know what's great about him? He will marry you and give you kid after kid after kid. Without a Super Bowl ring, I think Philip Rivers was actually the most talented of the three quarterbacks. I think he was the he best just, out of them. He just never had the right team. Yeah, I think I do think he was the best out of them because even Big Ben, it wasn't his last couple of seasons with AB that he really started to put up statistical numbers that rivaled top QBs. Dear God, AB just kind of made me sad right now talking about it. You're talking about a guy who was arguably. One of the best wide receivers in the last decade. Yep. Top two, top three, whatever you want to put him. He is up there. Do you think he ever plays in the NFL again? No, I don't. He's done too much to come back from. Like, if if that... Between all the shit he said to about the NFL, said about owners, said about players... 
um, the, the videos, and then you just add the legal stuff, getting arrested for battery, and he films all of it, too. He's just a, he's not, it's one thing if you make a mistake, but he's made multiple mistakes, and nobody can trust him or count that he's going to ever clean up his act, and it's, he's just a wild card, and he's just not worth it, I don't think, anymore. I mean, hell, yesterday, he, uh, he addressed a very public apology, apologizing yep. to the entire NFL, everything he did. My bad. And then today on Twitter, he's talking about fighting Logan Paul. I don't know who that is. I'm too fucking old. But fighting Logan Paul for a charity boxing match. Dude, don't beef down. Always beef up. Who the fuck is that YouTuber? Who cares? Well, and what's sad, I saw I saw a video, and it was a video of AB and after the playoff loss, um, back when he seemed normal. It was after the playoffs, playoff loss. And Juju got hurt, and he had a fumble and everything, and he played hurt. And they asked him about that, and he was like, man, I just feel bad for Juju. He was hurt. He was doing everything he could. I don't put that on him. He was injured, blah, 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 blah. I was like, god damn. Like, how does he go from that to this? Like, what? Is this just an act? Was this an act? Is it CTE? And then, so you think of that, and then then you think of, like, career-wise, I mean, he was putting up numbers for a long period. It was five, five years, five, six years. And it was numbers that no other wide receiver rivaled. Especially yeah. and and the type of receiver he is, because he's not the big body guy that gets injured all the time. He could could have had that, you know, that Jerry Rice way for jail longevity where he could have actually competed for some of the records. Um to, as long as he stayed in the right team and the right scheme. So it's just the the NFL NFL world isn't missing out on what was greatness and just sad. I hope he gets the help he needs for him and his children. Because it's crazy to see. No, I agree 100%. I think that he gets the help he needs and then signs for the Philadelphia Eagles on a better and minimum <laughs> they deal. Used them. Oh, they could have fu- fucking Aguilar today. They could have fucking used a lot of Shit, we played Madden today. And I saw <laughs> and I saw Aguilar catch a ball, and I was like, no, this is bullshit. This is a, this he should have dropped realistic. it. Sure enough, he dropped my next three passes yep. to him. So it is realistic. Pretty accurate. With that, Ray, I don't, I don't know what else we have. Do you anything have anything for bar talk, or are we already pretty uh, bar talk? We did a lot of bar talk. Um, uh, Mahomes broke the curse. So he did. Madden curse, curse is yeah, dead. Mahomes won the Super Bowl. Yep, I think the I think the Madden curse has destroyed Antonio Brown too much. They decided to take a year off. Um, Hall of Fame. I think uh, I'm just very happy that Steve Atwater finally made it in. And I gotta be honest. I think uh, Troy Polamalu getting in on first ballot over yep. John Lynch yep, I, and Brian Dawkins didn't get in first ballot. I thought it was kind of bullshit. Yep, I, I don't agree. think he was better than either of them. He's he just was a, kind of in their. It's class. a Steelers thing. Think about it. They're so they're the Steelers get like a, a special treatment when it comes to Hall of Fame. Like Bill Cowher. Oh, Bill Cowher is not a fucking Hall of Fame. I know. Coach. Like your boy Mike Shanahan belongs in the Hall, Hall of Fame. fame. Before Bill Cowher. And he has two Super Bowl rings and everything. Bill Cowher's won. And Bill Cowher's... Because he was a Stealer. That's why Palomalu got in first ballot. He was a Stealer. Look at all this. I think the Stones Steelers have the most Hall of Famers. I think they do. I think they do as well. Yeah. They just... they If you're a Stealer and you're okay, like... You're going to get in the Hall of Fame. This is how the, the how, how it works. So, yeah. Palomalu shouldn't have gotten... John Lynch definitely should have gotten in the Hall of Fame. He's waited long enough. He should have been lynching Atwater. I think next year... 
I think uh, Peyton Manning and Charles Woodson are going to be locks for. I think Calvin ballot. Johnson gets in first ballot. You think as well. Calvin? I Johnson? think Calvin Johnson. But Calvin did Johnson enough. had such a short career, like a shorter career, and he retired. I don't think it mattered. He was that fucking good. He was. That he was dominant. that dominant. Mike Vick will never get in. I wish he would. Mike Vick. I don't think in. Vick gets no. in. He's up for it next year, but I think uh, next year is those three, and I think Lynch breaks through. Lynch breaks through. Tory Holt's not a Hall of Famer. I think Reggie Wayne might get in. He might. I know Deion Sanders said the Hall of Fame is getting watered down, but I don't think anyone who is in didn't deserve to get in. No, I, th- I think the only way they might get watered down is all the Centennial guys. With Bill Cowher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, maybe that's why he said it. He's like, what the fuck, Bill Cowher? But no, I think I think it would be cool to see Peyton Manning and Reggie Wayne going together. I think that would be really cool. And I think the writers are thinking about that, yeah. to be honest with you. Well, with that... I really don't think I have anything else. No, it, it, uh, it was nice to do a podcast with us in the same room. It, it, we're live on a speakerphone on a cell phone. Yep. Let's uh, cheers our bourbon glasses right now. We've been drinking for about six hours, but you know what? Ladies and gentlemen, that's how you make a great fucking podcast. Yep. With that said, Ray Ray, say goodnight to the people. Good night and good morning, fuckers. And I will say... Peace out, motherfuckers! Guy sucks.